You're listening to Sunny Side Up, a B2B podcast that brings together real-world insights to help go-to-market professionals evolve and stay up-to-date on the latest trends. Join us as we bring you the best practices and proven techniques from industry experts and practitioners. Today's episode is made possible by Demandbase. Demandbase is transforming the way B2B companies go to market by enabling customers to embrace modern digital sales and marketing with a complete end-to-end suite of products. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sunny Side Up. I'm your host, Anoop. Today, I'm super excited to talk to Kerry Oak on scaling your marketing content strategy. Our guest for today, Kerry, is a marketer that loves to partner with the sales organization. As Senior Vice President for Marketing at OddZero, she's focused on sharing the OddZero narrative across the globe. Before OddZero, Kerry spent many years working in B2B tech at SkyTap and FI Networks. Kerry, I'm really excited to talk to you. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much. I'm so happy to be here. Awesome. So Kerry, I'm just going to jump right in. Why should B2B marketing organizations consider scalable marketing content? Can you just throw some light on that? Yes, absolutely. Well, the quick answer is I think they need to consider scalable content to stay competitive. But the long answer behind that is that the way readers and visitors consume content has drastically changed over the last decade. True. Yeah. And so things like Netflix and YouTube and social media have made it where readers want to engage with content that is personalized to them, right? 10 years ago, we could get away with in B2B creating three pieces of master content that would serve 80% of our traffic and 80% of visitors in demand, but you can't get away with that today. And so we as B2B marketers have to make sure that we're creating a content framework that is personalized to people's persona, their industry, their local language, and where they are in the journey. And the only way I know how to do that is to create this scalable system. Okay, what makes for a good strategy, according to you, when it uh, comes to creating scalable marketing content? Yeah, the strategy, it's a great question because there's a lot that goes into it, right? I would say that Ocero, even three years ago, we were still using kind of an artisan approach to content creation, right? And so Mm -hmm. what that meant was a really talented writer or content producer would do all of the research, all of the writing, all of the take it through editing, work with design, and a ton of effort and a ton of energy would be put into producing a single piece of content. And sometimes that content would do really well, and sometimes it wouldn't. And either way, a ton of energy and effort was exhausted. The strategy that we now use is, you know, what we call our modular content system, which is the goal is to first start with a minimum viable piece of content. That could be a shorter blog or a few series of blogs that we later want to produce into a larger asset. And then you test, right? And so before we exhaust all of that effort, we're going to make sure that that content is valuable and people are searching for it. Once we know that, then the strategy is to take what is successful and to scale it, right? And so you scale it by channels. So maybe a blog turns into a video, a webinar, a white paper, an ebook, etc. You can then scale by verticals, right? Can we take that base research and make sure it's relevant for maybe retail and finance and government? Then you can also scale it by localization, make sure that we're changing it to the needs of certain regions, putting it in local language. So at the end of the day, the strategy is to do minimum viable 
test what works. And then once you know something works, let's make that one asset become two, three, four dozen different assets that are really personalized to the specific readers. That's awesome. That's really interesting to hear. <laughs> so is there a particular tech stack that you use to support this engine, like a set tech stack or like what do you prefer? Yeah, at Asher, we have quite a large tech stack. We love our SaaS tools, but to get to the heart of it for our content system, I think it's a mix of three main tools that are really critical and then customization we have done on top of those tools. And I want to give a ton of credit to the Ocero marketing engineering and visual design team because they've taken these three tools and really, really made them what we need to, to be scalable in our content work. So the first, we use Brand Folder for our asset management system. We use Contentful for our CMS. And then for actual creation of content, it all starts with Google Docs, right? And so I'll start there. You know, if we're going to produce a white paper or a solution brief, all marketers at Ocero can do that in Google Docs. But the Google Docs templates we have, which we have a lot of them are visually produced first by our design team, right? So they're on brand, they're beautiful, they're really easy to use, and they're self-service. So a marketer or a content producer uses those templates. They bring in customized assets from brand folder. The reviews take about 5x less time than they did in the past of sending back and forth with design teams or agencies. And then once we are done, you export to PDF and away you go. And we have beautiful content that's on brand produced with a lot less effort. So that is one. It's a similar system for web content. On top of our contentful implementation, our marketing engineering team created a beautiful, easy to use WYSIWYG system where any content producer or marketer can create a new web page on our website with content embedded but do it quickly, easily, and self-service on brand. So again, my advice here is, yes, you need really valuable tech stack and tools, but you might need to do the work to customize them in a way that really will help your team be able to produce the wide variety of content and through self-service means. Got it, got it. I'm sure even my team, my uh, marketing team, would be interested in listening to this podcast <laughs> recording. Kerry, so before someone begins on this journey, are there any hidden secrets they should know about? Yeah, absolutely. What I will say, like I said before, we really started with regards to our business content and integrated campaigns a few years back at Ocero. And I think the first step in that is meeting with the team and making sure that everyone on the team understands why we want to scale and why this matters and how it's going to be beneficial to readers and visitors. Because the truth is a lot of content creators prefer the artisan style, right? They want to do their own research. They want to create things end to end because they get joy and satisfaction out of doing that. And so it's probably not a secret. Maybe it's obvious, but the first step is getting the team on board with this vision of doing this and also hearing them out on what's going to work and not work for your specific company and needs. And so I think a lot of people just jump right into the doing without getting everyone excited and on board first. That's an interesting take. <laughs> so are there any pitfalls one should avoid while building out a winning strategy, like based on your experience? So any obstacles that one might come across, any pitfalls? Could you share some light on that? 
Yeah, I always love sharing the mistakes because we all make them and they're the most valuable learnings. That's what makes it real, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think that there's a pitfall in believing that if you build it, it will be used, right? Meaning as long as you get the tech stack right and you put templates out there and you tell people that we want to scale and we want to do this. I think the pitfall is in just then thinking it will all happen, right? What I will say from the Austero side and what I have learned is that, yes, building the right tech stack and enabling your teams and putting process in place is the foundation. But what is also just as critical is to have regular syncs and retrospectives and to be really diligent about planning and prioritization and saying what we won't do in minimum viable, right? Because I find in most companies, the challenge isn't finding good ideas for content. In fact, most companies are drowning in possibilities and ideas. What is most crucial is the working groups and the direct conversations to prioritize what we should do first and what we should test and being really honest with ourselves and then also meeting regularly to discuss what's working and not, right? So half of it is building the framework and half of it is the work and collaboration and continual curation of how to progress this forward. And so you can't just build it. You have to build it and you have to constantly work on it. Thank you for sharing that part. I'm sure a lot of our listeners would find that very insightful when they're trying to build out their own uh, scalable strategies. So Kerry, I'm sure a lot of our listeners would also be interested in this next question. Is there a book, blog, or newsletter that you'd like to recommend to our listeners? Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's probably a bunch of things, but to pick just one, I recommend the, the book Thinking Fast and Slow. This is a book based on the psychology of how people make decisions and specifically in B2B content marketing, right? The goal of all of our content out there is to get people to either challenge the status quo or commit to change or see a new way of doing things. And I think as marketers, we have to really invest in the psychology of how people make decisions to make sure our content is effective. So I found this book was recommended to me by a former manager of mine. It was really enlightening to me to make sure that we are thinking through these concepts when we create marketing content. So you know what? I'm going to definitely buy this book and make it my weekend read. <laughs> I'm definitely going to check this out. So Kerry, any uh, three people in B2B tech who lead GTM or data science teams that you'd love to recommend we bring on to the show? Yeah, I mean, this was also hard because I probably have a list of dozens of people. <laughs> and, you know, forgive me if any of these have already been featured, but there were three that I put on my list. So the first one is Martin Ganto Benikas, otherwise known as Ganto. And specifically, he was a former manager of mine, and he is really well-versed in growth hacking and developer marketing techniques. So I would recommend Ganto. Another one that I have, Ocero was recently acquired by Okta, and I'm getting to know Kendall Collins, the CMO of Okta, very well. And he's a wealth of knowledge around B2B marketing at really amazing companies. So Kendall would be great as well. And then lastly, someone that I have watched from afar and been to many of his talks and have always come away really inspired and impressed by the work he does is Matthew Sweezy from Salesforce Labs. So those are the three that I put on my list. Awesome. So we'll definitely reach out to these individuals and try to get them onto the show for our next episodes. Harry, what's the best way for any of our listeners to get in touch with you in case they have any queries regarding this particular topic? 
Absolutely. Please feel free to reach out. I love talking about content marketing and B2B marketing in general. Best way is simply to reach out on LinkedIn. Let's connect and let's chat. But yeah, happy to hear what people think. Awesome. I'm sure some of them would definitely reach out to you to get some clarity or clear some doubts. So thank you for being part of the show, Carrie. Really enjoyed having you on the series today. Thank you so much. This was a great conversation. I appreciate them. Awesome. Have a great day. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Sunnyside Up. If you liked what you heard, please rate and review us and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you consume podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube and Demand Based TV.